the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. Welcome to your Thursday morning briefing. Here's what you need to know to start your day with your host, former Saturday Night Live superstar Joe Piscopo. Produced by Joe Sibilia. With news guy Al Gotulo. And traffic with Debbie Duhame. This is the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970. The answer. Help! I need somebody. Help! Not just anybody. Help! You know I need someone. Help! Boy, oh boy. I need James Rosen this morning. Oh, it's one of those days. And uh, Mr. Rosen is a brilliant journalist. And uh, at the top of his game, he is the Newsmax chief White House correspondent, author of a book that is really taking uh, taking off uh, about uh, Antonin Scalia. It's called Scalia Rise to Greatness, 1936 and 1986. We invite you to check that out. James, welcome back to the show. This is the morning we'd love to have you on. It's a tough morning after what happened in Kansas City. We're trying to come up with answers, but thanks for taking the time. And how you doing, my friend? Well, just honored to be back with you, Joe. Oh, thank you, my friend. I tell you, and then I'm watching what's happening at the White House, and then I'm thank God you're right there because I gotta because now I'm worried. Now I'm worried because I see all of James. If I could start here, uh, and, and and we'll have some fun. But the 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 mental decline of Joe Biden from when he first went into office and where he's going to end up by November, you're right there, James Rosen. You are front and center. And I don't, and I, you know, it's not even funny anymore. You can't even joke about it. It's like really disconcerting. Were you at that press conference when he started yelling at that poor girl from CNN? Did you see that up front and, and personal, James? I was not in that room, but yes, I watched it live. And what an extraordinary moment. Uh, of course, you're referring to the president's comments uh, at the White House I guess it's a week ago today now, um, last Thursday evening, yep. uh, in the wake of the release of this final report by Special Counsel Robert Hur, which found that the president was had willfully retained and disclosed classified information, but essentially uh, said that the Special Counsel's team was not going to seek any charges against the president because uh, his memories is in such poor shape that uh, a jury would likely not convict him. Uh, and as evidence of, of the president's faltering mind, that report, as we all know now, uh, specified that in the interviews with the president that were conducted by the special counsel and his team last October, uh, the president could not remember when he served as vice president and could not remember, could not place within several years uh, time uh, the, the date of the death of his son, Bo, mm. uh, which, of course, was 2015 when Mr. Biden was vice president. Um it, it, there, it, uh, it struck me that this report by Robert Hur was more damaging in political terms than perhaps a, a straightforward criminal prosecution would have been, because a, a criminal prosecution could be delayed, it could be dismissed, it could be defeated. Uh, there is no appeal of the judgment that Robert Hur entered in that report about the president's mind. And uh, that news conference where we saw the president angrily reject 
these assertions from the special counsel where you saw the president say, my memory is fine. Yeah. In the very yeah. same setting in which he mistook uh, the leader of Egypt for the leader of Mexico. Um, it, 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 you've, I've never seen a, a setting like it in which you saw the White House press corps simply following the news of the day, aggressively questioning the president uh, on the caliber of his own mind. Um, and when you saw him say, you saw the president say, um, my memory's fine. Uh, for many, it, just the, the unprecedented nature of the situation um, and, and some of the specifics recalled when President Nixon was besieged by reporters in November 1973 and said, yeah, I yeah. am not a crook. It yeah. seemed to be one of those, uh, one of those moments when a, a famous declaration by the President of the United States seems to convey the exact opposite of its intended meaning. Yeah. Man, I got to tell you how much we appreciate you down there, man. I got to tell you, we know, we, we've known each other for years now and I appreciate it so much because you have, when you, I see your, your tweets, uh, and your exes, whatever they call them, and, and, you know, you're very, very, um, respectful. James, you know, you're very respectful and then, and you know, but you, you lay it out in such a way that is so, uh, uh, you just lay it out in a, in a presentable fashion. So it's not mean spirited, but the, it is a problem with the president and it's the president of the United States with the nuclear codes, James. And, and I mean, and they're not, and then, and now it's not, you started asking it. You're the first and your buddy Peter Ducey over at Fox. Yeah. James at Newsmax. And now even the mainstream media people are starting to get upset with this Karine, uh, Jean Pierre, the press secretary. And, and they're saying, is he going to do a cognitive test? He's going to get a physical test. Is he going to get a cognitive test? But he's not going to get a cognitive test, I guess. Uh, if that's what you're hearing, huh? Well, it, apparently, um, well, in the, in the most recent discussion of this in the White House press briefing, and I was there for it, yeah. uh, Karine Jean-Pierre would not commit to the president taking a cognitive test as part of his annual physical. Yeah. Um, that's not to say he won't, but as of yeah. now, there's no indication he will. But what's extraordinary is uh, here you have, on the one hand, this unprecedented situation in which um, some 86% of the country is uh, concerned about, is expressing concern about the caliber of the president's mind wondering whether the president of the United States is mentally competent to serve. It's extraordinary. Uh, and it's happening in real time during this actual presidency. A and that individual is seeking re-election uh, against um, a former president of the United States who is indicted 91 times, facing 91 felony counts. And nobody has any real idea if... Donald Trump were to win uh, election back to the presidency, um, and and to, he were to be convicted in one at least one of the four cases, yeah, how that would play out, just yeah. in mechanical terms, it's all completely unprecedented. <laughs> you can't wait. What was worse, Watergate or now? What are you thinking? <laughs> you, you, nobody knows Watergate better than you. And I, I don't want to talk. I want to talk to you about Nixon in a second, but. What, what, Gosh, it's it, hard I, to say. You uh, know? Watergate seems almost <laughs> quaint in comparison to, to today's times. 
It does. It's quaint. That is great. Uh, let, me, let me please, let me pivot. The Lord knows we need it this morning. So this Sunday, and I hope my bosses, I don't want my bosses to get mad. And we, we love you, Mr. Crowley, and we love you, John Katsimatidis, Crosstown. But they allow me to go to Crosstown to WABC, uh, James, you know. So we do Sundays with Sinatra. So, And again, you're listening to AM 970, The Answer. Okay, I just want to make sure I, I get that straight. But but I talk, but I I'm talking about the, the subject for the show this week. I have to tell you, and only because I got you on the phone. And, and, and it's like Nixon brought in Frank Sinatra to the White House, man. Nixon brought in. And, and it was so, and it's and, and Mr. S was so respectful because he's a, was always a patriot. But having Nixon and go up there, hey, Frank, how are you? It was just like, you know. You know. But you know what? It was great. But I'm, and then I'm watching him present, and he was so Nixon was. Listen, he might be smart. I think you knew him better than anybody from your studies with John Mitchell and everybody, and and the whole Watergate situation that you really know better than anybody. But what I mean, it, I I had to think. It is my, you know, Pat. I'd like to bring that cuckoo cat in. You know, so I mean, what was what did he what did he say? How did he, and, and, and Frank Sinatra was great. It was in the East Room. And it was 1973. The next year, he was out retiring. Now, I guess the, I, that was f- that fascinating time. But I, I, from learning about Richard Nixon, I mean, he was a smart guy, and the way he dealt with China, and he seemed to be a good president. But I, I wonder if anything would have happened with Watergate today by today's standards, uh, James Rosen. Well, what's interesting about that relationship is that uh, Sinatra had been a Kennedy man in 1960s. Yes, yes. Yep. Uh, and and uh, yes, was was uh, I believe at the inauguration, the se- at least the second inauguration of President Nixon in uh, in 1973. And then I recall uh, Frank Sinatra appearing at the Reagan White House as well. Yes. And uh, it sort of mirrors the relationship between of or, or in, in presidential politics of big labor, because. Um, uh, big labor went for for Jack Kennedy in 1960, but the Teamsters endorsed Richard Nixon in 1972, just like Frank Sinatra. Wow! Uh, yeah. Now I I know that you host this Sinatra show, which yeah. I, which I love. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, I grew up listening, uh, you know, in New York radio. To uh, I didn't spend a whole lot of time with him, but I remember yeah. the Jonathan Schwartz show. Oh, that was he was great. He's Sinatra, great. Right? Yep. Well, yeah, and, so, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I know yeah. that that's a thing, right? There's, like, yeah. there's Breakfast with the Beatles shows, and there's Sinatra shows. And I'm right. delighted that Joe Piscopo hosts one of them. <laughs> yeah. And my question for you is, yeah. are you a collector in your own time of yeah. the kind of rarities where, you know, that's an acetate recording by Frank Sinatra in the yeah. studio sessions for this yeah. song or, yeah. do you, or a, telecasts of any kind? Do you collect bit, that stuff? Yeah, a bit of an obsession, I guess, is the word we're looking for here. You know, little people are so great. You know, as we talk on the radio, and this whole radio thing is so great because it's the most intimate medium. It really is. And they get and people will send me stuff exactly like that, whether it's a, a, an acetate, that's a great expression, and that's an old record or, or an old recording. Hey, here was Mr. S, at, you know, he, someplace, and they will send them that. And I do. I'm fascinated. But I'm not allowed to play play a lot of those things. I right. think they're, they're all bootlegged, you know. But I do. Right. I, but, it, but it gives me good historical reference when I talk about but you know, and, and again, James, to, to that, to that, when I, oh, and I studied this at, at just for like hours all day yesterday, w- studying Ronald Reagan and studying Frank Sinatra, and that time, and that time, ever ever since then, as soon as Monica Lewinsky came into the White House, everything went downhill from 
there, man. What happened, James Rosen? What is it? Me? Is it just me? Am I old? Am I old now? And I'm going like, what happened? Because I'm watching. I'm watching people proud to be American. And there were a lot of people that didn't like Ronald Reagan, certainly. But there was a pride that he instilled in the country. Then all of a sudden, we just and and it was. And then you had a, a you know, oh, it was the inaugural. It was the inaugural, and everybody was there. Remember Rich Little, Elizabeth Taylor, and everybody kind of enjoyed all celebrities. Ray Charles. Now it's so divided. You know, Taylor Swift's here. Somebody else is there. You got Toby Keith on the other side. Rest his soul. It's like crazy. I mean, you're feeling that, right? Well, it's a very different media landscape than Ronald Reagan enjoyed in 1980 or, or when he left office even in 1989. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rise of the Internet and, and particularly social media yeah. uh, has made it so that, uh, you know, I, nobody is going, not only is, no, is nobody going to, uh, that's not, you can't do a double negative. Not only are we going to, not only do we have a situation in which uh, no politician um, can command, it seems, um, a strong majority of the people, mm. uh, or, or really say that they have a, a true mandate beyond kind of narrow partisan majorities. But we also have a situation in which pop culture, since we were talking about Frank Sinatra, yeah. will never, uh, it seems, align entirely behind any one particular artist or album. I remember when Michael Jackson died, and my colleague at CNN, Anderson Cooper, said that Thriller was the last album that the, in the United States, the, the entire world, all listened to at the, at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and since then, everything is so fragmented and niche-marketed, and um, you know, nobody even listens to an album anymore. They just check off the boxes of the songs they like. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so we lack a cohesion that, that may have been possible in the 1980s that, that certainly seems elusive now. Yeah, it's so true. Hey, uh, James, well, back to the White House, if I may, and thank you for your time, as always, James Rosen. Uh, this security threat uh, coming from um, Mike Turner, uh, I guess, at Intel in the House, and then he says there's a there's a threat because now the Russians have missiles that are going to shoot down satellites. Is that a ruse because they just want to pass the, uh, the aid package to Ukraine, James Rosen? Well, so it's an extraordinary moment on the Hill where, uh, as you mentioned, uh, lawmakers uh, over in the Senate have passed um, a $95 billion foreign aid bill that will that would, if, if enacted into law, would, would support uh, the Ukrainian armed forces, So uh, as we have been doing for the past two-plus years, uh, as well as Israel, Taiwan, the Palestinian relief effort, and so forth. Uh, and it's more or less been declared uh, a, a non-starter by the House Speaker, Mike Johnson, right. over in the House. Right, right. Uh, and, and, and that's another angry moment we saw of President Biden, where he was lobbying for that, for lawmakers to in the House to take up that Senate measure, um, and instead spent a lot of his time in, a, in an official event at the White House denouncing Donald Trump, former President Trump, for his comments about, about NATO. Uh, but then you raise also the question of this, uh, national security threat that was flagged by the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Mike Turner, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this came up at yesterday's White House press briefing where we had the National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, as the guest briefer, at least for the first half of the briefing. And Sullivan wouldn't tell us anything about the nature of the threat, only that he was already scheduled to go see Mike Turner and other members of the so-called House or the Gang of Eight, which is eight uh, national security-focused uh, chairs uh, in and 
and leaders in the two houses of Congress uh, to brief them in classified session about whatever this threat is. Uh, One member of the Intelligence Committee, a Democrat, Jim Himes of Connecticut, assured Americans that the the Martians aren't landing. uh, And published reports have suggested that this this new national security threat uh, relates to some new military capability achieved by the Kremlin. Um, typically, after one of those classified sessions, at least one lawmaker runs out to a microphone and, and uh, tap dances all over the uh, off-the-record or classified requirement and yeah. tells us something of what transpired yeah, behind yeah. closed doors. So we expect to learn more about the Sullivan briefing later today. And we'll find that out. James, always great catching up with you and always great to watch you. Uh, keep us posted, if you would, and uh, hopefully one of these days we'll hang out in person, James. Big fans. We're all well, big man. fans. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, my friend. God bless. James Rosen right there, Newsmax Chief White House Correspondent and author of Scalia. Got to read that great book from James Rosen, Rise to Greatness, 1936-1986. Hey, Deborah, Deb's out there checking out traffic, 721. And mm-hmm. did you have diet? Did you give up your chocolate and diet yes, Coke? Yes, it's not easy, though, because, you know, then you see chocolate and you're like, well, maybe I just have a little bite. It's okay. You know, I'm terrible. I, I'm so weak when it comes to chocolate. You I, know, know? I, know. I hear that. I, right with you. Right with you. Yeah, absolutely. You chocolate, too, right? Absolutely. I know. It's crazy. Uh, 721. So. Deb's on the roads on AM970. The answer. Thank you, Debbie. And good morning, Joe. Let's see what's happening. The goat trail is busy getting down through Cortland. It's all due to that construction over in Westchester County. Watch for delays as you head over to the inbound George Washington Bridge. Almost an hour. Lincoln 30, Holland 30. We're seeing volume as well on 78. 78 eastbound local lanes. Heavy by exit 58 getting out through Newark. Watch for slowdowns on 78 west exit 33 and Basking Ridge. It's a collision over there. Eastbound belt slowing down to Cropsey Avenue with a crash. Remember... Alternate side parking rules are suspended. It's all due to the weather and trash pickup. Metered parking rules remain in effect. We're still seeing delays on the Cross Bronx West getting out toward the Sheridan. And do expect some delays this morning. As you take a ride over to the northern state eastbound at 110, a disabled vehicle, LIE eastbound the ramp at Willis Avenue, an accident just about cleared. Partly cloudy today, I have 39. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo. AM 970, The Answer. Sponsored by Upside. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Download the free Upside app now and use promo code radio for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's promo code radio. Well, it's Joe on the radio. What a morning, 722. And uh, I'm going to talk about Brosnan Risk uh, Consultants because now more than ever, you need Brosnan Risk. It's great. When I uh, pulled up, I told you we went to visit Brosnan, and I went to the uh, local hotel, very nice hotel they put us at, you know, and I walked in. And as I walked in, I saw the truck said Brosnan Risk right on the side, you know, Brosnan. And it was nice to see that Brosnan uh, taking care of security for that huge, very upscale hotel. But that's what Brosnan does. They They have clients. Uh, in over 45 states and over 500 cities, and they've been doing this for 25 years. It's a crazy time. As, I don't have to tell you that, especially today. It's a crazy time out there. And when you go out somewhere, you may want to just call Brosnan Risk Consultants, have somebody with you, with your family, at your event. You just call Brosnan Risk. Look, we got a, we're having an event, and I just need to uh, secure it. That's what Brosnan does. And on the other hand, if you have, you need an investigation, for example, in your company, what's going on? An employee, something happened, you call Brosnan Risk Consultants. They're the gold standards in investigations and in security services. I've been up there. I've talked with these stellar men and women who are part of uh, Pat Brosnan's team. Pat is a 
decorated, retired NYPD detective. He was awesome on the NYPD, stopping crime in, of all places, the Bronx. And they know, and they're CIA, former CIA, former FBI, uh, anti-terrorism task force people, NYPD, are up there, all part of the Brosnan family. So uh, for your business, for your family, you want to check out Brosnan Risk Consultants, please, 800-590-2180. You get an assessment at... 800-590-2180 or go online to brosnanrisk.com it's b-r-o-s-n-a-n risk.com i'm charles Payne, and this is the fox business report today we'll find out if there's any change in the job market as the weekly numbers for new unemployment claims are released also there are updates on manufacturing from the new york and philadelphia federal reserve and retail sales numbers for january are released Wall Street remains focused on inflation after the consumer price index for January came in hotter than expected. Gina Bolvin, president of Bolvin Wealth Management, is looking at the big picture. Most of the increase in inflation we saw, two-thirds of the increase was in housing. And we still expect housing to come down, building permits that are at an all-time high. And when this supply comes to the market, it's going to put downward pressure on the housing market. Dear Stellantis and Applied Materials report earnings today. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Success. It's discipline. It's teamwork. It's the drive and confidence and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. It's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing global wealth management and investment banking firms in the industry. Stiefel, where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Want to improve your memory and focus? Want a more restful sleep or maybe more energy throughout the day? Learn how by tuning into Boost Your Brain Power with Dr. Eric Kaplan as he guides you on an adventure of discovery on how to help your brain and body in a natural way so you feel better, function better, and improve your quality of life. It's Boost Your Brain Power with Dr. Eric Kaplan, New York's first board-certified functional neurologist, Saturday morning at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. Are you ready for an adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me, Mike Gallagher, and Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Patriots Alaska Cruise this summer. It's going to be an incredible opportunity to engage with other like-minded patriots on an epic seven-day cruise over Fourth of July. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska while discussing America's future. Join Dr. Gorka and me, Mike Gallagher, from June 29th through July the 6th. Call 855-565-5519 or reserve online at Patriots Alaska Cruise. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Well, where do you go when you want to learn about real estate? You go to Dottie Herman, Ion Real Estate, Saturday mornings right here on AM 970, The Answer. You know why? I could go online here. I have my phone in my hand. So I go, you know, you go in, you go to some of those uh, online sites, you know, or you go to a real estate place online and you find out. And, and it's, it's so confusing. And then you see the prices of homes. I mean, it just varies one week to the next week. You don't know. You don't know what to do. You, uh, to, I always tell you, do you rent? Do you buy? Do you go into 
New York? Can you go to New York? Can you afford New York? You come out to Jersey? What do you do if you have kids like myself? You got kids. How do they get started with the ridiculous prices out there to start on their own? You listen to Dottie Herman. That's what you do. She's the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, and she'll give you the inside track on what's happening in real estate. By the way, so many people want to be real estate agents. I've had people in entertainment go, and I've had it with entertainment. I'm going to go sell houses. <laughs> You know, so if you're thinking about that, you got to listen to Dottie Herman because she knows it. And then I always tell you this about Dottie is when I had a friend and he had a daughter that wanted to go in the real estate business. I told you that. And I called Dottie and she talked to this gal, got her started. I love that. Mentoring this young gal in the real estate industry. So here, here, it's Saturday mornings. It's 10 o'clock Eastern on AM 970, The Answer. It's called Eye on Real Estate. You can get it all around the country. AM970TheAnswer.com. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman. All you need to know about Real Estate, Saturday mornings, 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts, tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Hey, Joe on the radio, uh, 728, Hans von Spakovsky is manager of the Heritage Foundation's Election Law Reform Initiative and senior legal fellow at the Edward East, Edward Meese III Center for Legal and Judicial Studies. Uh, Hans, welcome back to the show. Thanks for taking the time. Sure, happy to do it. So where, where are we going with, with all this Trump stuff? I mean, you know, we see the shooting in Kansas City. That's up front. And then you see Joe Biden's mental acuity going uh, you know, to mush. I mean, you, uh, and then now we're worried about Donald Trump in court. So I'm hearing there's a hearing in New York City today, Hans. Walk us through that, if you would, sir. Well, the latest in New York is um, this case that uh, I think Alvin Bragg filed over um uh, supposed hush money payments, right? And uh, the the problem with that case is that Alvin Bragg is saying that uh, Donald Trump violated federal campaign finance law, and therefore he committed felonies in New York. Well, there's a big problem with that. And listen, I used to be on the Federal Election Commission. I was a commissioner there. It's the FEC that uh, civilly enforces federal campaign finance law, and neither the FEC nor the U.S. Justice Department, which has criminal jurisdiction over federal law, think that Donald Trump uh, uh, violated federal campaign finance law. So, you know, where is this case? Now, the other thing that's going on, you know, today is down is down in Georgia. Yeah. In Georgia, there's a hearing going on today over all of the ethical violations that the defendants have claimed, including Donald Trump, have been committed by the prosecutor, um, Fannie Willis. And she is in, let me tell you, she's in serious trouble. She has committed so many violations of the professional code of conduct, and she has potentially violated state and federal law that I... I really think the judge isn't going to have much choice other than to recuse her from the case and say she can't participate in it. And frankly, what ought to happen is she recuses not only Fannie Willis, but also her lover (laughs) with whom she'd been having an adulterous affair, who she hired to work on the case as long as uh, as well as the rest of her office. (laughs) You can't make it up. 
You can't no, you make can't. it up. And here they, they they go after. I mean, nineteen. Did mention she have nineteen people down there. She indicted, and she's parading yeah. around like she's some savior. And then you had people who uh, hated Trump saying this is great. And the rest of us are going, it's not about Trump. It's about the, that they're using the judicial system for lawfare. Uh, and, and it's, it's inexcusable. And what goes around comes around. Does it not, Hans? Look at this right in her face. But will that, will that, will the case be dismissed because of this misconduct, uh, from, uh, Fannie Willis? If, will they dismiss uh, the whole thing, you think? Well, what'll happen if if we assume that the judge says that she and her office have to be recused under Georgia procedure, yeah. what the judge would then do is transfer the case to another county, and the DA in that other county would have to look at the case and decide whether or not he wants to continue with it. So. I mean, that would certainly delay the case, and you never know. A different DA in a different county might decide, you know, there's really nothing to this uh, prosecution, which is what they ought to do. And this, this, what's happening in Fulton County, and the crime in Fulton County, with the crime in New York, and Alvin Bragg is going in. Right. And then you have the the uh, Attorney General and Tish James of New York State going after Donald Trump, the guy that helped build with Mayor Giuliani the New York City back to its greatness. They're going. This, if, and then we have shootings, like I said, in Kansas City. The whole world is imploding. We have a president who's got the nuclear codes on, and he can't put two sentences together. And they're going after these 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 meandering lawsuits. The press should be all over this, no? And thank you for you being on top of all this. But I'm exhausted by this. That this shouldn't be happening. We're not. And and now and now Russia, my favorite this morning, Hans. Thank you for asking. Is that Russia's got missiles to shoot down satellites you know but what did they do they went after ronald reagan's sdi initiative and they went after donald trump for the space force my good if, if it, i've never seen it more upside down than it is this morning my friend so where, where do we go let's go with donald trump and and this this uh Ergoan, whatever his name is this uh, this with, with this uh uh tish james case they decide by the end of this week is that what we're going to hear do you think yeah supposedly and that is a bogus case from start to finish because absolutely remember no no one in that case none of the uh banks or other people who had money borrowed from uh, by donald trump none of them lost any money so none of them were actually defrauded all of them were paid back and they made a profit none of them complained about it the law that's being used in new york is is basically it's the kind of law you see in places like venezuela where the government exactly. wants to come in and confiscate exactly. your wealth. And that's obviously what's going on here. The left thinks that if they can uh, confiscate Trump's wealth, that will uh, take him out as a political opposition figure. And that's what they're doing here. How scary is that? And it, Which leads me, Hans, while we have you, if I may, sir, to election transparency in the uh, tw in this 2024 presidential election, because we know that whatever happened in 2020 happened, whatever happened in 1960 happened, whatever happened with uh, Gore and, and Bush, whatever happened, happened. But we can't seem to get our elections together in the United States, Hans. And, and is anybody is anybody watching the store come November 2024, sir? 
Well, I think a lot of people uh, who were kind of quiet and not really watching things back in 2020 are up and working today to change that. Look, so right to these days, it depends on what state you're in, okay? Yeah. A lot of states have actually made things much better. Georgia is an example of that. Texas, you know, they've done things like put in an ID requirement for absentee ballots, which, as you know, is what the left has been pushing for years. Unfortunately, there are places like New York <laughs> that haven't done that. I mean, look, you don't even have to show an ID to go yeah. vote in, yeah. in New York, which makes fraud uh, e- easy to commit. So, again, it de- it's just going to depend on what state you're in in November of this year. Yeah, so true. Hans, great conversation always. Thanks for always jumping on the air with us. We wish you all the best, and please come back when you can, okay? Sure thing, anytime. Thank you, sir. Hans von Spakovsky, manager of the Heritage Foundation's Election Law Reform Initiative. Joe on the radio, 736 right now. Joe Burley's going to join us. We're going to talk more about what's going on in New York. Oy, you can't, what a morning, huh? What a morning. We'll get there. We'll get there. I get so distressed when I see that we come up with the solutions every single morning. Every morning, we come up with the solutions. We know how to fix things. And you and I talk about it ad nauseum. We have the best guests in the world. And they tell us, here's what you got to do. And if the White House ever listened or these political parties ever listened, they say, okay, that's the way we could settle everything. But they won't listen. But we're going to keep fighting, you and I. I ain't going down. We we ain't going down. 737 right now. Al is in the newsroom on AM 970, The Answer. News. Opinion. Passion. This is AM 970. The answer. 29 degrees at 737 Amalgam to local news first. Here's what's going on. Mayor Adams responded to a state bill that aims to ban his 30 and 60 day limits for migrants at city shelters. Calling the migrant situation a national crisis that was placed upon New York, Adams says without the ban, there would be 177,000 asylum seekers in the city's care. He argues that his administration came up with a real plan that allows migrants to take the next step on their journey in pursuing the American dream. The bill's sponsors, Assemblywoman Catalina Cruz and Senator Brad Hoylman Siegel call the restrictions on stays for new immigrants inhumane and cruel. A lawsuit has been filed accusing the Passaic School District of nepotism when it comes to hiring. The suit filed by staff security guard Marvin Chambers claims he was passed over for the position of facilities coordinator even though he held the same position at Continental Airlines. The job went instead to a Passaic School board member's father even though public schools are required under New Jersey law to have a nepotism policy. The only exception is if a relative is the only qualified and available person. Chambers says all he wants is a level playing field. In sports, Knicks losing streak up to four games. They fell 118-100 to to the Magic in Orlando, and the Celtics blowing out the Nets by 50, 136-86. to Stuck in traffic, Debbie Duhame has got the answer. Good morning, Al. Alternate side parking rules are suspended. Metered parking rules in effect. It's all due to some ongoing snow issues and also trash removal. Let's see what's happening as you head over to Sunrise Highway westbound at Oakdale Bohemia Road, getting out through Bohemia, a multi-vehicle accident. Accident there, LIE eastbound. The servicer that ramped into Nichols Road, that's closed with a car fire over in Holtzville. Let's see what's happening on the eastbound belt at Cropsey Ave. An accident was just cleared. Van Wick southbound slowing down by Northern Boulevard. A disabled vehicle still busy on the Staten Island Expressway eastbound as you get out through 440. Inbound George Washington Bridge waiting an hour. Lincoln Tunnel 35, Holland 30. Watch for delays on the Newark Bay extension of the New Jersey Turnpike right at the Newark Bay Bridge with a crash. Four eastbound at Bell Ave in Teaneck. It's a collision being cleared. 78 West 
strikes at 33 accident on the shoulder. Partly cloudy today, high of 39. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. Thank you, Debbie. Let me tell you about Route 22 Toyota. You know they got their President's Day savings event going on right now at Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. Check out these these wonderful financing rates that I keep telling you about from Alex Kinsella. He's the general manager over there. And they're offering select new Toyota models at 1.99% financing for up to 72 months. Now, I don't know if you've been paying attention to these rates, but 1.99% is outrageous. And then you get this. Over 72 months, it's un- it's unheard of, absolutely unheard of. So Alex wants you to give him a call, 973-705-8905, 973-705-8905. If you're driving, just remember, please, Route22Toyota.com, 973-705-8905. Ask how to take advantage of the 1.99% financing up to 72 months, plus check out all of the amazing vehicles Route 22 Toyota has to offer on this President's Day savings event from Route 22 Toyota, Route 22 West in Hillside, New Jersey, or Route22Toyota.com. You just tell them Joe Piscopo sent me. We are proud, proud to serve, to serve our country, to serve our local communities, to wear the uniform, to be a soldier, to serve abroad, when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We're always ready. We're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. Hey, Joe, tell you about Michaels of Brooklyn. Michaels of Brooklyn. So I did this last night. Uh, as you go to Michaels of Brooklyn, uh, I, I'm going to give you the number. Let me do that first. 718-998-7851. 718-998-7851. Michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Okay, call Fred, Johnny, Mary, and Michael. And, and you could get to Michaels of Brooklyn. It is sensational and one of the all-time great Italian institutions, Michaels of Brooklyn. But if you're at the supermarket, you pick up Michaels of Brooklyn. Everybody's been, they've been, I'd love that you screenshot your Michaels of Brooklyn purchase and you say, look, Joe, I got it. Like, cause everybody's, everybody's using Michaels of Brooklyn. So I did this last night, you know, I got the home style gravy and then I got the arrabbiata and then I mixed them together. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> I know we're, we're like experimenting on which Michaels of Brooklyn sauce is the best. Uh, I'll tell you, sensational. It's so hard to capture the true Italian essence, you know, in a jar. I know, because you're like me. You make your own sauce. Well, Michaels of Brooklyn nailed it. And every time I ask Fred, Fred, how do you do it? I don't know. We just do it, he says. And that's that's hospitality. It's warmth. That's the great Italian-American culture that we're celebrating at Michaels of Brooklyn. So, again, if you get a chance to go out there, Avenue R, off of Nostrand, in Brooklyn, New York, 718-998-7851. It's Michaels of Brooklyn all throughout every single supermarket across this great country. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. The Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Say goodbye to pain and hello to relief with Relief Factor today. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM 970. 
theanswer.com. Joe on the radio and Joe on the radio. Joe Borelli, Joe Piscopo, uh, live on the radio. Councilman, welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us always, Joe. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I love this. There's a is a story uh, in the post from Joe Borelli. London isn't a winning example of congestion pricing. It's a warning. Brilliant, Joe. Tell us about this great piece that we're going to retweet out, sir. Well, I, I thought you were going to find the one line that was written, I think, for you. So uh, I make reference to London's transit map. And I said, you know, whereas the MTA has these transit deserts, these whole areas of the city where they just don't go, yeah, yeah. The London, the London transit map looks like an exploded bowl of spaghetti on the kitchen floor, <laughs> where every tile is touched by the sweet ragu of Sunday's sauce rolling stock. We well said. Oh, but I you know what? I also uh, mentioned it was Michaels of Brooklyn, uh, you know, sauce. By yeah, the way, that's it, that's maybe it. we could get a, a meal out of it. That's hysterical. Shakespeare couldn't have been more eloquent. Uh, that is great. This is a uh, London has no such desserts to speak of. Its rail map looks like a multicolored bowl of spaghetti exploded on the kitchen floor. Every tile is soaked with the sweet ragu sauce of rolling stock. Very, very well said. But it's so true. It's uh, and thank you for staying on this because. Yeah, Joe, what's going on in the city, man? I mean, and we appreciate your fight, but everything that can go wrong that is so illogical happens in New York. You know, and, and, and we talked to you, we talked to, uh, Vicky Palladino, we talked to Bob Holden, some common sense, uh, Democrats as well. And the, I can't figure out what, so let's go to congestion pricing because I know how expensive now Uber is. I see it and I see the, even the cab rides. That's all they do is jack up the price for the working man and woman. Where do we go with this? This is going to go through and it, but it has failed in London was the impetus of your piece. Yes. It, it, I, I'll tell you what's amazing. Joe. I, I go to Washington every once in a while and I, I get out of Reagan airport and I call Uber to go somewhere downtown, you know, either by the White House, the Capitol, in, in the whole downtown of DC. Yeah. And the, the Uber costs like twenty dollars. Yeah. On the worst day, it's cost me twenty dollars. Usually, it's like fourteen or fifteen bucks to get from a major airport to the city's downtown area. And yeah. then you, you think about New York, and to go from LaGuardia to oh. the Midtown is like one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it's right. more expensive than the airfare at times. That's right. That's we right. We just punish ourselves. And, and today in the post, I pointed out how bad the MTA has failed us, and now wants to charge. The same people that it's failed, the, the bulk of the congestion pricing charge. And you look at the map of, of New York City, and you'll see that, that the, the rail lines do not touch every part of New York City. And no surprise that the car usage is higher in areas that don't have rail service. Um, so, you know, you look at, and I compare it to London. In the last 23 years, London has built a brand-new subway line, not just like three stops that Governor Cuomo did. They yes. built a brand-new subway line end-to-end. -end. They expanded their, their, their above-ground network to every corner of the city. They expanded their, their light rail system all over the place. They did a good job. And I'm sure if you talk to a Londoner, they would complain about things. But the proof is in the pudding. I mean, the, the coverage of London's metro system far, far superior to what we have in New York. 
Yeah, and then but the, but but in London with the congestion pricing, I, I, I what I can't stand too. You know what? And help me out here, Joe, because I want to talk about some other things. But just as an aside, off the top of my head, when you're driving in New York, and some of us don't have uh, transit into the city, and you got to take it because because of our time constraints or whatever, and or where, where we live in Jersey, so we drive in, and then they got this. They got like uh, you stop at a light, and then they got now that you've got people parked on the left of the lane, you've got an, uh, a restaurant that is now they're allowed to stay on the street because of the pandemic but why take them down because it just gives us one little sliver of a lane you're at a stoplight and i can tell you right at uh, 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 lexington uh, i guess about 50th street around there and then if you go you can't make a left when the light turns green because there's another light that's got an arrow and the arrow won't let you turn left so now you've got people behind you screaming beeping their horn and you can't move who came up with that that's the worst planning so all of what do we do we go through the red light you go through the the arrow light you're careful you watch the pedestrians you're very careful but it seems like they take these ideas from like london and oh this worked in seattle why are, is there anybody you're, you're, they only take the parts that don't work, right? The yeah. congestion pricing in London, 66% of Londoners voted against the expansion of it, right? So they wow. don't like it. Wow. It, it sunk, um, uh, uh, in 2023, it sunk a conservative, a Labor Party, excuse me, candidate in a by-election because of, of the opposition to it. Now, they take that part of it. But how about the fact that they have a safe metro system with no crime that covers yeah. everybody in the city? That part, they're like, whoa, we, we don't, we don't want to do that. Yeah, but, but yeah. Going back to city DOT, yeah. everyone should look at DOT's Twitter handle and just look at the condescension that it broadcasts every day to the people who are forced to drive cars. This is the city's yeah. Department of Transportation's own yeah. Twitter feed, yeah. just every day, day in and day yeah. out, yeah. condescending to people who, by the way, it's their responsibility to make it easier and safer to drive a car. <laughs> that, that's that's their, their mission. This would be like NASA, you know, downplaying, you know, space travel and saying, like, we don't need this stupid space travel. These astronauts are idiots. I know. It's unbelievable. Hey, tell us about Mayor Adams' decision to sue companies behind Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, because of uh, a, a youth mental health crisis, Joe Borelli? I, I don't get it. Look, look, I think social media is, is a good thing in many respects. I don't get the lawsuits against the companies. You know, at some point, the rubber has to meet the road, uh, and you have to be a parent. And, you know, my son likes YouTube. That's kind of the social media. In fact, he just did his first YouTube video. Everyone can watch it on my uh, Facebook and Instagram <laughs> and Twitter feed. We're fostering That's... a dog, so I let my son make his first YouTube video. Because yeah. it was that. We were actually able to show him how much work even goes into some of these kids who have their own YouTube channels. It was actually a good, good teaching experience. But we limit. He's only allowed to use YouTube on, on, on an old cell phone on the weekends, two days a week. That's it. So at some point, oh, Mayor Adams, instead of filing a lawsuit, yeah, maybe yeah. he should uh, you know, have a sit-down with some of these parents yeah. who see the phones and the iPads yeah. As, yeah. as a babysitter. Yeah. And, and, well, Joe, you are, you're such a great common-sense guy. And, and, again, we'll let you go, but the migrant situation, they, they, they're just going to be absorbed in the city. It's just going to cost literally billions of dollars, and that's the end of it, huh? That's going well. It's actually going real well. The migrants, we're really happy with it. We're, we're, uh, it's doing it's doing great things for the city. It's uh, no, no problems whatsoever. Now we have a Venezuelan gang teaming up with the El Salvadorian gang, and and it's like if all and now the National Guard is going to look for tattoos. 
If only there was a federal entity that might position itself on the border to check people's face tattoos before they cross over. Hey, that guy has MS-13 written on his forehead. Maybe, maybe we can be a little bit, you know, I wouldn't even say discerning. I would say discriminatory. Maybe we can be a little bit discriminatory in preventing the guy with the face tattoo from coming into Estados Unidos. You know, no thank you, sir. Joe, you're the best. You are the best. That is hysterical. MS, what's that saying? If you find MS-13. All right, come on in. Come on. Oh, God forbid. Joe Borelli, keep the fight. Love to the family, Joe. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, guys. <laughs> he is funny. He's a funny guy. Great councilman, by the way, and much needed. Oh, it's so funny. Hey, it's 752. Debbie's out there on the roads. Hi, Deb. How are we doing Hi, today? Hi, Joe. Well, alternate side parking rules are suspended, but don't forget to pay the meters. Now, we are seeing delays, Joe, on 4 eastbound at Bell Aventina, getting out toward the GWB. It's an accident. Inbound George is an hour. Lincoln 35, Holland 30. We're seeing delays, Newark Bay Extension eastbound at the Newark Bay Bridge with a crash. LIRR, watch for delays over on the Greenport Branch. Sunrise Highway West at Oakdale, Bohemia Road. A collision, Seaford Oyster Bay North at the Northern State, another accident. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. Mike Gallagher doesn't see an end. 22 Republicans joined Democrats in sending billions more to Ukraine. That's right, 22 Republican senators evidently want to embark on what I think is a fool's errand. And that is the idea that there's any end game in sight for Russia and Ukraine. Because you know what? There's not. There is simply not. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Bronx District Attorney Darcel Clark. I am the one that makes sure that I can stand up for those who don't have a voice themselves. I'm the people's lawyer. Saturday at 2.30 and 9 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Have you ever had a legal question about elder law or state law? Every Wednesday night during Kevin McCullough's show, you'll hear from Mike Connors himself of Connors & Sullivan, Attorneys at Law, answering real listener questions. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer, and Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission. Urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled 
entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. Listen to AM970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in iHeart or Odyssey.com. Hey, Joe on the radio, tell you about Relief Factor, all right? Uh, that's one of the good things I could tell you this morning on how to get out of pain. You know, I, I, Relief Factor uses that unique formula of natural ingredients like turmeric and omega-3s to help reduce or eliminate the everyday pain uh, that you're experiencing, aches and pains, shoulder, neck, back, joint, whatever it is, you know, uh, bicipital tendon, hello, knee, hello, you know, and it's 100% drug-free and unlike pills that simply mask your pain for a short time, Relief Factor helps support your body body's natural response to inflammation so you feel better all day every day over a million people have tried the relief factor quick start kit nearly 70 percent of those folks go on to order more so you and you get this a feel better or your money back guarantee this is great i could tell you how to get out of pain and if we don't get you out of pain fair enough you get your money back the three-week quick start give yourself three weeks all right one two three like my uncle jerry used to say one two three three-week quick start at only 1995 okay so so again, with the feel better or your money back guarantee, 800, the number four, the word relief, 800 for relief. You can call or always anything you need to know about Relief Factor is at relieffactor.com. John Woodward at the Weather Answer Desk. How are we doing this morning, John? Hey, uh, we're doing all right this morning weather-wise, uh, getting off to a seasonably chilly start. Temperatures in the upper 20s, but we'll get up to near 40 this afternoon. As sunshine gives way to some clouds, few rain or snow showers around early tonight. Otherwise, partly cloudy, very windy tonight, though. The low 34 stays pretty windy tomorrow with sunshine and highs in the lower 40s. Could be a quick-hitting system tomorrow night, Saturday morning, bringing a little snow, probably just a coating to an inch, of, uh, an inch or so of snow. Then by Saturday afternoon, brisk and cold, partly sunny, the high 37. All right. Well done, John. Well done, indeed. Thank you so much. Joe on the radio. Hey, hey real quick. You yo, asked yo, yo. about that story about Huma Abedin? Yeah. Uh, she's dating George Soros' son. Alex, oh, not George my Santos. God. Santos doesn't have a kid and is, wouldn't be old enough. So we're trying. Go. Good thing I see. Close I, don't, I don't announce. I don't announce anything until we find out. I say, Al is is uh that girl? What's her name? Uba Abedin. Uma Abedin. She was dating Bradley Cooper for a little while, the actor, but now she is wow. dating Alex Soros. He is thirty-eight. She I thought I said George. I thought Santos. Same difference. <laughs> She's I can see Santos saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, when we come back, oh, we're going to have one of the true great uh, Americans, Congressman Steve Scalise, will join us live on the radio. We need that this morning. Let me, the majority leader in the House. Gordon Chang, Gordon the Great, Bill Camastro from Gold Coast Cadillac. Hey, General Keith Kellogg and Chris Gronach as well. We got a show. We'll get there. So help me, goodness gracious, we will get there. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970. The 29 degrees at 7.59. I'm Al Gattulo with local news first. Here's what's going on. The George Washington Bridge renovated a shared use path, having a positive impact with pedestrians and cyclists. The 1.5-mile-long path on the north side of the bridge underwent extensive reconstruction in hopes of making it more accessible for, for pedestrians and cyclists. Officials say since its grand opening a year ago, 
There have been record numbers of walkers, runners, and cyclists. For instance, last mid-May, there was around 5,100 people who used the bridge's path. The CDC reportedly going to further loosen COVID-19 guidelines in April. That's according to the Washington Post. Recommendations for five-day isolation are expected to be scrapped, leaving in place guidelines that are similar to the flu and RSV. People will be urged to base their time in isolation on symptom severity and the amount of time without a fever. The lineup for this summer's Great South Bay Music Festival being announced. The four-day event, which takes place at Patchogue Shorefront Park, will feature more than 60 acts. Included this year are John Anderson, formerly of Yes, as well as Moody Blues singer Justin Hayward. The 16th annual festival takes place July the 19th through the 21st. You now know what's going on. I'm Al Gatulo, AM 970, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.